Hello, uh, this is a professional phone call. Um, are you free right now? You do. You just woke up though. I mean, I'm sorry. I look like this, Dan. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Um, um, we want to invite you to our podcast. To talk yeah. lah. For what else? Yeah, to talk lah. Yeah. Can? So, can we get you in? So, I'm like... I, I mean, no, you're not. You're, I mean, you've been our first choice since day one, but we takut you busy lah, so okay. we didn't want to kacau you. Can lah? Okay, we're going to invite you in a bit. Okay, thank you. Oh, the, the coffee is kicking in. Ugh. Have you had Zeus coffee? Ish, tak sedap, dude. I don't like it. You don't like it? I don't like it. It's so like, how to say, uh, over already because everyone is going for it, right? I don't see the hype, man. There's this one drink called the Spanish latte. I don't know what makes it Spanish, but it's pretty nice. You've you've heard about Spanish fly? Oh, that? please, that drug is disgusting, sir. Aburu. Ikmal, Ikmal pula, Akmal, Ikmal, 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 Dog rank. That's his rank. He's a dog. Dogster. But for real though, I ranked up yesterday because I won three straight games. Oh. What if you lose thing. three straight games? Do you de-rank? Is that a thing? It's a thing, yeah. You can de-rank also. As much as if you can rank up, you can de-rank also. If you keep losing. Can like, you be you... like, can you be like so bad at the game, the, the game decides you suck? Oh, the game, we're not going to let you play anymore. Yeah, well, yeah, like, they'll just uninstall lose... the game for you. Automatically. They will uninstall the game for you or you have to uninstall? No, they'll uninstall for you. They call they'll you first, right? They call they'll, be like, first. they'll be like, you suck. And then no, they'll phone you over this yeah. thing in 3, 2, 1, then they uninstall trust. The CEO of Dota calls you. And then if, the you, if you want to install again, you have to pay like 100 ringgit fine. Where do you pay? Hmm? On Where do you pay? You want to pay? I give you the bank account right now. I don't pay Dota, bro. It's my bank account, bro. What's your role, Anik? Oh, the CEO. You, you jungle girl, you support, what do you... Anik's role is very unique. He's a dog. He's a... <laughs> <laughs> he play mid lane, then he oh? support. Oh, no. Do is a keyboard warrior at the chat there. The chat <laughs> column there, a keyboard warrior. I just make people psycho and all, and they cannot play already. How you make uh... them psycho, Anik? You say you cannot click properly, your click to enemy... It's very bad, very poor. <laughs> I don't know, because you, you click only one, right? Uh, hey, no, dude, you can type, say, oh, you noob, noob, noob. I don't know how to yes, play all yes. shit like that. I understand, but how do you make them feel like, oh, I'm not good enough of a player? I mean, you just call them noob. I don't dude, give a fuck if you call me a noob. You, you know? caps lock, hey. bro. You caps lock. So? Anything you say so will turn into... Name, you say that spicy. now, man. You say that so now. So you're, you're saying that if you, you just intimidate them by calling them noob in caps, that's it. You don't in, say anything. In caps lock, bro. Oh, I say, them, I, I say, ask Amanda. Amanda would know. Hi, hi Amanda. Hi. <laughs> hi, Amanda. Let, let him, Anik, let him, let, let him. Let. Okay, okay, all right. Okay. <laughs> let him what? What's going on? Why can't you just say hello? I'm thinking, I'm thinking. I'm... Wait, what do you think about la. communism? Wow, that's a deep question. 
Christian men. Um, <laughs> I'm part of the dem. Okay, love before love. we have all these great points, let's oh, just okay, do okay, the introduction. Okay, okay. Sorry, sorry. Oh. Okay, okay, okay. Intro, ah. Hello. Who's gonna intro? Who's gonna dog, lah? <laughs> Okay, before that, who's gonna intro? Who's gonna go go off on a topic? What's oh your topic going to be first? Okay, okay, okay. So I will intro as usual our our episode, okay. our rojak chats and stuff. All talk, all rojak. Sometimes all, people. Yes, sir. I'll do that. Nice. The, the flow. And, that, and then. Is that your motto? Yeah. yeah Is that like your motto. catchphrase? Yes. You like it? All what was it? All talk, all rojak. Sometimes with people. Okay, I like that. Yeah, it's cute. Okay, so uh, thanks. Okay, okay, we're gonna repeat that after this. <laughs> Fuck off. We're gonna repeat that after this. So um, I'm gonna do the introduction, and then okay. maybe Naim or Akmal can can introduce Amanda, because if I introduce, then it's not gonna be professional anymore. I Naim introduce Amanda, and then Akmal will proceed with the topic of the day. Okay, <laughs> just gonna, okay introduction now. Ah, three, two, one. Welcome back, everybody. Guten Morgan. Hello. Assalamualaikum. Assalamualaikum. Uh, okay, 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 okay. This is episode five of Rojak Chats, ah, uh, where we always do our Rojak Rojak, all talk or Rojak sometimes with people. Naim, yes, that's me. Yes, you wanna? Oh yes, yes. So today yes, we are okay. joined here. We are blessed <laughs> to be joined. Oh, hey, you're not supposed to talk yet. Oh, spoiler. Can we start again? Ah uh, man, yeah, yeah. Start again. Start again. Okay, start again. This okay. is why I mute myself, guys. Like. So I'm blessed. I'm blessed to be uh, having the opportunity to introduce not Anik, not Akmal, not even myself, but Amanda. Amanda, Ooh. can you please unmute yourself? Thank you. Amanda <laughs> is a friend, neighbor, banker, and a lot of things. <laughs> yes. Hello. Hi. Hi, Amanda. Hi. What an intro. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. I try. I try. Ikhna Ikhmal, you wanna share our topic of the day? Okay, our topic of the day, what we're gonna talk about is social media. Is it good or bad? Okay, Ikhna, how about you start first? Okay. What do you so, think about that? So- <laughs> <laughs> um, social media, I think our generation, we grew up with it. What, what happens is like you would compare that, right? With each other with social media, it's so easy to see what everyone is up to. It's bad if you cannot control comparing yourself rather than just seeing it as a way for you to catch up with your people who are far away okay so yeah. bottom line you're saying talk mad is good or bad it can be bad is what i'm saying but it also can be good hey nani nani the... <laughs> no do you guys remember do you guys remember last time on my space right you could choose like your Top six friends or something yeah, yeah, like that, yeah, 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 yeah. and then at school it's like everybody would fight with each other. Like, why am I not number one? Why am I not number like? Why am I number six? Why am I not in your list of top yeah. six? Blah blah blah. So like, it causes strife, bro. Like, <laughs> no, I'm gonna be real, you guys. Like when when that shit was going on, right? My top friend list will change like every fucking hour. When <laughs> I, I try to like like you know. I try to please everybody, right? At the end of the day, I just stop using it altogether. You know, I just take it out from my profile. Such a virus. You know what? I had a friend who was so obsessed with um updating her MySpace profile last time. You know, uh, like zaman sekolah and all that. You know how like your parents would be like, okay, no, no internet for one week or whatever like that. She will literally tell me what to do, give me her username and password, and I'll have to update it for her every oh. day. Yeah, and like 
her updates is like with like the coding and all that. So it's like different color, different font, you know, that kind of shit. So I remember like every day like she'll give me a piece of paper like, Amanda, can you update for me, please? I was like, you can't even see how it looks like. You don't even have internet. She's like, never mind, never mind. I just want like my friends to to like see the updates that I put on my profile. So <laughs> I think that's like very obsessive. Uh. <laughs> were, you, were you getting paid? To do all Obviously that? not. I was oh. just being a good friend. Like <laughs> you can make a business out of that. I could have, but I wasn't like I wasn't like that. You know, I was just too good of a friend. Right. <laughs> what about you, Naim? Mm, I think there are some good when it comes to crypto, a uh, cryptocurrency. Crypto. <laughs> 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 I was looking at I was looking at my wallet. Sorry, my bad. So social media, right? Disregard what people have to say about social media. There are a lot of benefits when it comes to using social media. There's so many benefits that like you can build a relationship with your family who's far away, or you can make new new relationships with friends. You can share your expertise, like this this podcast that we'll be doing, right? Obviously, we're promoting on social media. People mm-hmm. are aware of the experiences and the stories that we have. And also, we can also educate ourselves. Because like when the internet was around, it's like the it has some of these people take it upon their social media platform to educate these people, to put to bed when it comes to fake news and stuff. But I think it's good. I think there's a lot of pros when it comes to using social media. I feel like this perspective to younger people, or maybe back then for me, like when I started social media, we don't have the thought of this. It's basically this space is just for you to flex and make sure that people see you as a certain someone, you know. Yeah, but that's pretty shallow, don't you think? Yeah, it is. So, like, when you were younger, I mean, for I'm talking about for me at least, that's what I thought of social media was. And it mm-hmm. was quite toxic. But, like, as I grow older, like, your points that you just made, like, definitely, it just yeah. makes it more positive, like, to be, to use it. Stuff. Yeah, I think to bounce off that, right, I personally think you can't really, like, put a label on social media, whether it's good or bad, because the essence of it is how you use it, right? So, like, for you to say whether social media is bad or wrong, for me, it's wrong. Bad or wrong? Bad or wrong? <laughs> bad or wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Coffee getting to me. <laughs> I mean, good or bad? Good or so bad? So, you know, your your actual views is that it's bad la, and wrong. <laughs> That's what I, like, I'm trying to say. You, no. You know. No, 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 no. Different, different. You, me, different. I, I say something different. <laughs> so, no, what I'm trying to say is you can't say social media is bad or wrong. Because at the end of the day... You said it again, dude. <laughs> guys, sorry. I think I had a lot of coffee. La. I'm, I'm so like caffeinated right now. <laughs> good or bad? Okay. Good or bad? Okay, good yeah. or bad? Alright, guys? Yeah. Okay. Good or bad? That's, that's the topic of the day. Good or bad? So we're going to elaborate more on that. What? Let's go. <laughs> yeah, I can't no. do this anymore, man. <laughs> oh, man that was okay. funny, though. <laughs> I'm still sticking with my opinion. It's good and can be bad also. Hey, why you change your mind? No, well, that's like, what I I've been think... saying from the beginning. Why? Yeah, that's what he's been saying. Why? Like, I think it's it's true. Like, it's how you use it. It's really ah. how you use it. Obviously, if you use it in a business setting, then okay lah. But if you use it like those keyboard warriors that's like randomly going to people's posts and going like oh you suck you know like saying all these like <laughs> thank demeaning you, things thank yeah. you Amanda huh? that's what I was trying to say 
Why couldn't you say it then? Because he kept saying bad or wrong. Hi, hi. Okay, very funny, guys. Okay, so let's, think, let, let's let's move on. Let's move on. All right. So so basically, what I was trying to say, it falls down to how the user uses the internet or social media in general, right? Mm, that's true. That's true. Yeah, yeah. I saw this one scientific article. Like they mentioned why people get hooked on social media so badly and it's hard to get out of it is because social media, how they work is. It's like possibilities, right? Because when when you get like a notification, the the first thought process that you go you 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 go through is okay, what's that? Maybe someone's texting me, you know. Maybe I'm getting some updates. Maybe someone's replying to to my 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 post. Your post, yeah. Mm. Right. So it's the thought of, of the possibilities of what what can happen. So it's the same as when you go to to a lottery, right? It's the same mechanics. It's the thought of the possibility of you getting the lottery. So it's 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 actually like a chemical reaction in your head. Yeah. Um. I don't remember what it called, but that's the thing that that gets you hooked on social media. Actually, like the thought of the possibility of of something happening. Do you know that uh, there's even a study that's going on or has been made regarding the amount of likes you get on a post and the dopamine levels on your brain? Yeah. So the more number of likes you get on a post, the more happy you get. But it's all temporary, man. But what makes it much more what people like it about it so much is instant gratification, you know. Exactly, yeah. Like, like I just want to ask Amanda, you know, with all these sorts of problems that are arising from social media, right? Social problems, you know, like anxiety, people bullying, you mean? Yeah, bullying, cyberbullying, stuff like that. Okay, so following to that, my my question is, um, do you think that like we should have Uh, social media education? I honestly don't think so because at the end of the day, right, everybody has their own like account. You know, you can't limit somebody for from how much they're actually using it or what they do on their own account. So it's like to educate people on that, I don't think so. Maybe you can educate parents, you know, educate parents on like what their children are up to, make sure that they put those, they have those like security things right children can't get to certain websites you know or like they can't talk to like random people those kind of things lah. i think it all starts from like parents lah because most of this like cyber bullying and all that is all like high school kids they're still in school they're still in school like the if you notice regardless of age yeah like, but like, like the yeah. people who really 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 affected by it kind it's mostly like the school kids because they're mm-hmm. still seeking for validation Whereas, like, you mentioned earlier, kind of, where you, like, get older and stuff, it doesn't really affect you that much. Of course, you still be, like, really into it. But seeking for validation from other people won't affect you as much because, like, you've got your own life already. You're doing your own thing already. You know yeah. what you have to do in your own life. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. But, that's my, that, but, but that's my concern, though. Like, for me, if I had somebody to, to show me the ropes back then when I was in school, like, okay, you know, this is just temporary. You... you this validation, this FOMO feeling that you get, this is just, you know, the process of growing up, you know? If I had somebody to tell me that, somebody to, like, guide me, I I, I think I would save myself the trouble of, like, going through a lot of shit, you know, in school. Because, because like, let's just be real. Us as, as, as a teenager, obviously our life revolves around friends, right? We don't really, like, get close to our, our family members. I, I mean... In general, right? In general, just in general. 
we we prefer to be around our friends because we feel like friends understands us more. I don't know. What, what do you guys think? I think it's also... I think I'm slightly different to that. Oh. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure there are some people who rather be yeah. closer to their family, to their cousins rather than their friends because at the end of the day, blood, right? Mm. Yeah, blood, bro. So your blood. <laughs> yeah, I guess I just... I I went on a different road lah because that's okay. I, that's your that's your experience. But go on. Yeah, when when I was growing up, <clears throat> I didn't really have anyone to talk to because all my siblings are just our age are are so far apart. So throughout my my teenage life, I was just by myself all the time, most of the time, and to talk to my parents was a bit hard also because. I don't know. I just felt like, you know, I was being very like quite secretive also, like if I should say so myself. Mm-hmm. And and I feel like certain stuffs I can't really like open up to them. You so, feel like you couldn't relate to to your siblings because they were too young, and you couldn't relate to your parents because they were like a bit older than you. Yeah, so you were stuck like at that, that weird age where you couldn't uh, relate to anybody. Yeah, so I. Felt- <laughs> no, mom, it's not a phase. Like. <laughs> <laughs> I feel I feel like I was alone lah, basically. So I that's why I went to social media, you know, to like you guys said lah, to seek validation, to you know just feel wanted lah. I I feel I, I think that's why also I was a very awkward, uh, insecure kid back then <clears throat> because I I was like FOMO all the time, man. You can ask all my friends in school dulu like I was so FOMO. Even if they went out jogging without me, I'll be like, "Hey, why you never invite me, ah?" <laughs> no, I definitely feel that. Like last time when I was in school, like see for Anik, right? He's just like, "Oh, FOMO all the time." But last time when I was in school, I think I was barely on social media because I just had so many things to do. Like when you have, when you keep yourself busy and you have so many activities, I don't think you're like allowing yourself to feel those things. Like you just have to like focus on yourself and like you know. Where you are going in life, what you're doing with your life, yeah. so that I, you don't feel that. But I really respect like people who don't have social media at all. I feel like well, they're living their actual lives if they do that. What's wrong with having social media and living your life? No, yeah, I, I feel like because that. the way I see social media is when you do certain things or you want to share, can even though if that person's intention is genuine, it's just like oh, it's just a picture of them doing something. I always feel like oh, this guy is just showing off. But you that's know. on you. That's not on him. I did, yeah, I know. Scary. But, but I, I still feel that it's still part of it. So that's on me. Yeah. So when I see someone who has no social media at all, I'm like, mm-hmm. oh damn, this, he's doing it because he's doing it for himself and stuff like that. He's not in this trend or he's not a part of trying to get clout or hype. You know. So oh, coming back to that, do you guys think we should have a social media education for teenagers? For parents, yes, I think for parents for to educate, yeah. uh, to regulate for, for their children. Because like, um, I w- it was just the other day I was having this conversation with my colleague, right? She was so um upset because her children. She has two daughters. One is like six years old. The other one's four years old. They were on YouTube just watching some random shit. That's like you know. Oh. Some animation mm-hmm. parents mm-hmm. think that it's like for children, right? But it's actually not. Happy yeah. three friends, right? Ah, uh, yeah, like back in the day, happy three friends, right? So she got so upset when she was looking at the history and actually seeing what they were watching. So I think parents really need to be educated 
on how ah, I forgot the word in English to like menyekat <laughs> what restrict. what their children yeah to restrict what their children can That's watch. That's okay. I'll teach you English, watch. Amanda. Thank you. Worry. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think I think I agree with you on that lah. But I also feel like we should have something for teenage kids for them to be able to. I mean, like a safety net lah. You know, because it's so easy for kids nowadays to to just you know like get influenced by all these bad things online. Mm, but do you guys think that... Same for adults also, right? Yeah. Do you yeah, guys think but... having social media is necessary? It really depends. depends. What you do, right? If yeah. you're a business owner, if you're an entrepreneur, if your sole business relies on social media, by all means, this is another platform for you to market yourself. Yeah. I think I'm yes, looking. Plan. I'm looking. I'm looking at that standpoint. I'm not looking at the fact that self gratification kind of thing that you were coming off from so again i i think social media is good okay. so it's more like branding and marketing yourself right showing the again, people it, that you are part of this is my life and this is how it's going on and stuff oh that's is again that's is where you're coming from is a flex i'm coming from a business standpoint how some businesses rely on your postings mm. yeah like especially now right during the pandemic and everything like Let's say like my cheap jewel kue or something, right? Hey, we Before don't say this, pandemic. Like... We don't say pandemic in this podcast. Oh, oh sorry. We, we, what do you say? We say, we say pandidi. 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 Yeah. Yes, pandidi. Oh, okay. So like during this like pandidi and everything, right? <laughs> it sounds so weird to say though. Okay. Uh, you see, like the my cheap jewel kue and everything. Before this would be like just a gurai face to face at some random street or something like that. But now, because of this whole thing, they have, they have to like get social media so that they can sell online instead. You know what I mean? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I agree on that on the business. I think. But how about a personal level? Personal level. I mean, personally, pun, I feel social media is actually more good than bad, lah. Because you know why or not? Because now it's so easy for you to um to gain. New- general knowledge just general knowledge you know like news what's happening in the world right now it's so easy for you to get it online you know nobody reads the newspaper anymore like to be honest lah I don't read the newspaper anymore I don't <laughs> you do yeah it's it's something you grew up with you know I started reading newspaper at a younger age because my parents were like you need to learn how to write and read properly but well, save paper bro reuse them because I have pets at home oh, right? okay okay fair okay good 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 save, bro. Good save. But but yeah lah, like mm, social media has a lot of good and bad lah. But it all depends on how you use it, actually. Right? Okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> This might be like my personal question. Like, if you have kids, like at what age would you allow them to at least get social media, or would you ever give them up? Like the hey, the moment my wife gives birth to a to my child, right? I throw the phone straight away. Oh. Throw the phone straight away to the baby. Let the baby play with the phone. Serious? <laughs> I mean, for real or what? No, for real. I just throw the phone at the baby and see what what the baby does. I feel like no. I definitely disagree with that. <laughs> like, can you imagine in the future you have children, <sighs> can you bring them out for like makan and everything? They literally one of those kids on the iPad. It's happening 24/7. right now. Yeah. Yeah. I don't want that. I don't want that for my kids. Oh, we're gonna jump straight to the the banking industry because 
our Amanda here works for a bank. Right. Bank. Yeah. So we're gonna ask her a few hot topic, a few hot questions, lah. I feel okay. I'll quite, try my best to answer now. Hot, <laughs> hot, hot, hot questions, lah. I feel like a lot hot of people, questions, a lot of people out there who who doesn't have the opportunity to consult a financial advisor. So we have a financial advisor with us right now. I think particularly this is a good topic because financial literacy in Malaysia, amongst the youth, is alarming low, especially for myself. Can I agree for the two you guys as well? I think Akmal. Yeah, I don't know what I'm doing with my money. You guys know that between 2015 2019, about 84,000 Malaysians were declared bankrupt. Oh yeah. That? yeah. This was primarily because they weren't unable to sustain debt uh, because of uh, purchases, personal loans, and credit card debts. Mm. So uh, financial literacy is basically defined as the ability to manage financial resources effectively for a lifetime or financial security. Now, when I got out of school, I did not know anything about finances at all, right? And if I, I wish there was some program that schools made to improve financial literacy in Malaysia, right? So, Amanda, since you obviously in the financial industry, um, you would sort of have some insight to this topic, right? So, how do you think Malaysia can improve financial literacy in youth? I think definitely like what you said just now, like they should have more programs to teach, you know, kids in school. Like just simple things like taxes, you know, or like mm-hmm. the importance of saving your money, the different ways you can save your money. How can you, you know, double the money that you have right now in the coming year? You know, we don't learn these things in school, which sucks. And honestly, if if they did offer these type of programs, right, they have to make it mandatory lah. Because if you just go like, oh, we have this program, if you want to join, join. I don't think, I don't think like, it would a- appeal to many kids, especially when you're that age. You don't really think about, how can I save this much? How can I get this much by this age? Because yeah, man. most of the people, especially in KL, when you have, like, you know, well, well-off parents, you're not going to think about those things. Yeah. But I think it also stems from mm-hmm. understanding why financial literacy is important. Yeah. Right. So financial literate consumers not only manage money with more confidence, but also have a better chance of handling some sort of issues, financial issues, by understanding how to prevent them and how to manage them. Right. So what I've what I've been doing or been trying to do mm. is called the two Bs. You guys know what the two Bs are? No. What that? What that? It's called budgeting and balancing in life. Right. Mm-hmm. So budgeting is basically identifying how much money is coming in every month, my income, basically. And how much is going out every month expenses? If I knew this <clears throat> years back, I wouldn't have been like broke all the time, most of the time. Right? Mm. So basically what I did was understand how much I earn and spend, like I said just now. And if I have any debts, repay them as quickly as I can or create a payment plan. Um, I protect myself from any debt or bankruptcy. Now this comes in later in life when you have cars, uh, mortgages to pay off. Yeah. And then save up towards a secure retirement. So how that happens is that you invest in certain things. Now, that is completely up to you how you invest your money in. Uh, if you want, you can reach out to a PFA as well. Yeah, I mean, okay. So basically, right, for banks, obviously we offer that type of service to clients. 
they'll they'll be like, okay, I have this much money. So usually they won't say like, I got this much money. How do I make more out of it? We have to approach them. We'll be, we have to educate the, the clients. And these are like working class people already, okay? Uh, we have to tell them, okay, you've got X amount of money in your account. It's only making this much. A normal savings account, you're only getting 0.2% per annum for interest, you know? And people just think like, if I keep saving, 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 saving inside my savings account, I can, I'll have a lot of money at the end of it. But we educate these people and we go like, okay, if you actually put, not even in savings, let's say you put inside FD, you're definitely getting more than a normal savings account already. But of course, in today's economic climate, FD is nothing lah. What's FD? You know what I mean? Uh, fixed deposit. Oh. Yeah. yeah. Can, you, can you elaborate more on like what is fixed deposit? So fixed deposit, like the whole idea of it, basically you put in your money, uh, you put in your money depending on how long the tenure is. So for example, you put in for 12 months, you put in for 12 months, at the end of 12 months, if you, you cannot take out your money, lah, you leave it in there for 12 months, you get 1.85% for that 12 months certificate, like that. So it's a short period investment type of, um, type uh, of thing. You, you can say it's an investment, but this one is actually protected by PIDM. So if anything happens like you. Uh, uh, yeah. So people do this to get more money, lah, right? It's an investment. Yeah, it's like this, the safest one lah, because it's capital guaranteed. Like usually, kalau you masuk investments like you know, unit trust or like shares. But these uh, are not crypto, all protected lah, right? Those oh. are not, your capital is not protected. Meaning and, you're susceptible to loss. Yes, you're susceptible to a loss. And okay. also... Huh? Okay, wait, wait. I, I think when Akmal said like susceptible to loss, right? Like I just want to add up to that. Because when you're talking about investment, like of course you are susceptible to loss because um it's a risk, right? But risk can be managed generally through uh, more research. Like when you do more research, you are able to understand and fully grasp the whole idea of um, where you're putting your money at, right? So when you know the whole spectrum of of the fund, for example, right? And and you you you've read the trends, like risk can be managed. You must first, okay, like number one rule of investing, like for me, you shouldn't be investing the money that you need to use for daily expenses. Correct. Right? I think Amanda can agree with that, right? Yeah. Yeah. Only use the extra money you have to invest. And and like, in general also, I feel if you're doing, if you're opening up a business, there's always going to be risk. So to those people out there who says uh, investment is risky, so that's why I'm not investing. Like, this is my answer to you. No matter what you do in life also, there's risk. So it's always, like, what's important is that you assess your risk and see whether you can, how to say, uh, like, whether you can accept, whether you can accept it or not. Mm. Right, Amanda, you want to add up to that? Uh, yeah, definitely. Of course, don't use money that you don't have, <laughs> you know? Mm. Don't, like... Ikat perut just to put your money inside crypto or like any other investments out there. Oi, oi, okay. Uh, <laughs> and also like when you are investing, uh, each investment has a different risk level. And mm. usually when you invest 
you have like an advisor or someone, they should assess your risk appetite. Mm. So they should see, okay, you've got X amount of money. I suggest you only put into this. I suggest you only put into that. And they shouldn't just suggest a specific fund or a spe- like just one thing to invest into. They should build a portfolio for you. So in case one fund doesn't work out, there's another one to like cushion it. So it's not like all your eggs in one basket. Yeah, it's called di- diversifying, Diversification, right? yes. <laughs> uh, yes, yes, yes. See, for the business people, of course, you would know lah, your way around investment, right? But The non-business people. Yeah, the non-business people, like, it's it's hard. Because once you're like old, once, once you're older, right, it's hard for you to accept new things, especially all this like complex, intricate stuff, right? Some more when it involves money, like you tend to think twice about it. Lah. Like I understand where they're coming from, but like also investment is really like I always, I always like tell people it's good to invest. It's good because when you put your money, I think Amanda can agree with me on this also. Like when you put your money in your savings account, right? Like of course it's, it's, it's saving. You're saving it. But are you gaining anything out of it though? Like, because every year you're losing out through um, inflation, right, Amanda? Yeah, so basically the goal that you should set for yourself is to make your money work for you, no, not you work for your money. So money make money lah. Yeah, money make money lah. I mean, for how long are you just going to like, you know, every month save, put in your account, save, put in your account. And then at the end of it, you only get... Yeah, you know, like that traditional way of saving. Anak, beranak, anak. <laughs> yeah so I think you should definitely like people should definitely read up a bit about like investment how to increase their money in different different ways of course there's risks but like I said lah it's also a daunting the, right? yeah, my experience is why I, I didn't know about investment is because I don't know where to start right yeah and even if I want to start is this a good time for me to start do I need how much X amount of money for me to see Hey, there's a difference in my bank account. If I'm paying, mm. if I'm putting hundred ringgit in an investment, and if I'm not getting what double the amount, is this how I think? Is it worth it? Can I? Where else can I put this money in? Right? And I think personal finance also has to do with do, doing your own research. What Anik said, because if you don't do anything, you just won't proceed, won't progress. Yeah, exactly. So where do you think some of our listeners listening in? Where do you do you think they should find out all this information from? You can find any of this information online. Seriously. Mm-hmm. Just Google it. Just Google like, you know. Like there's so many YouTube videos out there that show you how to invest. There's so many like programs online that can show you what to invest into, how to start investing, you know. Like different types of, it's forced savings, you know. Like like different ways to just get more money. Lah. It's going to be, there's always going to be risk involved. But you have to take that leap lah. Nothing's, mm. Nothing comes for free. <laughs> Betul. I completely agree with that because how I started my crypto journey, like I believe this you can apply with any other type of investment also lah. Because obviously, I started with zero knowledge on crypto. And then what I did was, I did like a whole bunch of research, man. Like I think for that, that one whole month, all I did was research, research, research. I watched a lot of tons of YouTube videos. Now I followed like a lot of these articles, right? So you you like as day goes by, 
you start to see that your confidence level like increasing you know because you know what you're getting yourself into and you know like okay that's risk also at the same time you know how much you can gain out of it the yield you know like how much you you stand to to gain out of this so i believe for me i believe that you know the risk the risk was worth taking because the yield was far bigger how did you right? get into crypto huh? because obviously it's relatively new in malaysia how did you find out about crypto i uh, i a good question naim because i started crypto through a good friend of mine coincidentally his name is naim also Oh, oh, oh me! Ah, <laughs> I know, I know. <laughs> I was like, oh my god, who? <laughs> so, okay. uh, coming yeah, back. How did you get into crypto, man? Ah, uh, coming back to that. So, uh, like, my good friend introduced crypto to me, lah. Okay, this Naim guy. I don't know if you guys know this person, lah. Uh, so he he introduced Luno to me. Then he said, like, make create account, lah. And then he convinced me and think took me like one two days right there and I was like okay lah give it a shot. So I downloaded Luno, and then I did a bit of a research. He gave me like a few links to to you know do my own research and stuff. So I checked the trend and it was amazing. The yield was crazy like nothing I've ever because I'm into unit trust also. So obviously what they make. A year at unit trust in unit trust is nothing compared to crypto lah. I mean, all you all you crypto anti crypto people can can say whatever you want, but crypto returns are crazy. Because it's high risk, high reward. That's why. Yeah, high risk. You high have reward. a chance of literally losing all of it. Yeah, but it also no, kind of forex. Yeah. Uh, uh, but but you you can lose more than what you gain. If you have five hundred ringgit, you 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 get into forex, you might lose a thousand ringgit. Yeah. And then the additional five hundred, who has to pay? You. Betul. Um, but it also depends on. I mean, high risk, high reward. But for me, my investment style is memang like that. Okay, because I took the the risk. Uh, what's it called, Amanda? Appetite. The risk profile questionnaire. Yeah, the risk profile questionnaires, right? So what I got was like, uh, I think they they categorize me as what ah. Uh? Like risk, risky, my my investment. I don't know lah. What's it called? I forgot. You were already. high risk lah. Definitely high risk. Uh, uh, high risk baller lah. They say. When oh. I got you to take the test, also you got like really high risk. I was like, uh, oh. Ah, uh, so, uh, like, memang betul lah. It's true because I I prefer high risk profile because the returns are far far bigger, like greater. Okay, Mendas. Like, do you suggest people? I mean, for those people out there who's looking to, you know, buy new, um, real estate and whatnot, do you think it's a good time for them to get into it now? If you have the means, then definitely go for it because now all the rates are low. Ah, uh, that's good. You know what that means? It's a buyer's market now. Yeah. If you have the means, then definitely go for it because now you have a lot of people like you know requesting for repayment assistance or like the moratorium and all that, right? Mm-hmm. And like, okay, don't have to look far. Just look at ASB loan. Previously, people who got it in like two thousand fourteen, two thousand fifteen, if they got the ASB loan, they were paying uh they were paying uh the loan rate of about three point seven five percent. So that's the interest, three point seven five percent. But now, because of like the pandidi and everything, and they have yeah. these repayment assistance and all that, um, 
people can pay the first three years for like 3.3% and then the years following would be 3.55% or something like that. Oh, wow. So, yeah. So what, so what we as financial advisors offer to the clients is like we have to go back, go through all their, their portfolio. Lah. We go through their portfolio and then we're just like, hey, your current loan that you have now is only 3.75%. It's at 3.75%. You should, you know, re, refinance the loan mm. to get a better rate so that you're paying less and you enjoy more out of it. All right, guys. I think that's all for today. Thank you very much, Amanda, for spending some time to talk about uh, your experiences. All good. Thank Thanks you. for having me. No worries, no worries. So yeah, guys, uh, don't forget to, for those of you who still uh, have not followed us on Spotify, please do. And listen. On Instagram as well. On Instagram mm-hmm. too. And stay tuned, guys, to this amazing space. Thank you. Ciao. Have a nice Thank day. You.